poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Tactical Tuesday on Chasing Poker Greatness with your hosts, Brad Wilson and John Chai. Welcome, 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 my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, this is your host, Coach Brad Wilson, the founder of ChasingPokerGreatness.com, and I'm joined by my Tactical Tuesday co-host, Mr. Jonathan. How are we doing, sir? Back back on a normal schedule now. I'm back from the mountains, doing Tactical Tuesday again. You, you went into the mountains. What were you in the mountains for? Uh, I was in Banff, Canada, um, which is like a... It's like part of the Canadian Rockies, I guess. It's just north of Calgary. Um, it was my first time there. I was there for a wedding. And man, I just like, if you haven't been there, I can't recommend it enough. If you like hiking and mountains and yeah, being outdoors, it, that's the that's got to be one of the best places to do that kind of stuff. John has been intolerable ever since he got back from Banff. Just every time I talk to him. Just wolf retreat, wolf, wolf retreat, retreat, Banff. You, 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 and your wife got to go to Banff. <laughs> hey, wolves, you, you, you got to go to Banff. Everybody, yeah. everybody's got to go to Banff. Oh, he, you guys been to Canada before? <laughs> yeah, he he sells Banff way harder than he does Tactical Tuesday anywhere I mean, in the world. <laughs> Tactical Tuesday is pretty good, but Banff is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it is hard to find good help in this world. <laughs> John, so this guy, today, you'll understand. <laughs> um coming from the guy that that lived like 30 minutes from yosemite but never went yeah um, I, was, I was worried about yeah of course worried you, about you bringing myself <laughs> yeah you you open the door right like you you live a stone's throw away from the most beautiful place that I, i've ever personally been in my life and never went um what's Great the theme hands yeah what's, yeah um, let's let as much as it as fun as it is to talk about like geographical locations to, to visit and travel to. I, I think, I think the uh, listener wants to hear some poker hands. So uh, one of the, one of the categories or the themes, I suppose that we're missing um, in, on the tactical Tuesday website, which have we talked about that at all, by the way, I think There's we've a... talked about it like seven or eight times at least, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but we can talk about it one more time. Oh uh, yeah. We should just make it a clean nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so one of the themes that I uh, that we noticed we were missing was uh, pocket queens. We had like aces, kings, jacks, and just not very many queens hands. So we just pulled up basically the two most recent um, pocket queens hands that I played. These are really, really fresh. I mean, this hand was played yesterday, and the the next hand is was played like a couple days before that. So yeah, pocket the, queens. The the basic idea behind you know filling in the website is to find spots on the game tree where we haven't had a discussion on tactical Tuesday yet and fill in those gaps. So if you want to hop in greatness village at greatnessvillage.com, give a suggestion in the tactical Tuesday discussion channel, feel free to do so. Uh, hero folds is one of the topics that we've yet to fill out. And I think if John has he his did way it yesterday, did he? No, that was not I mean, here. That was four. That was four straight. Not hero folds. Come on. He folded a set in a four bet pot. Yeah, he did. On a four straight though. 
you had your chance. You, you blew it with Queens specifically. Um, I, don't, I don't do that stuff. All right. So let's dive into this, this first hand. Uh, full disclosure, I have not seen these hands or, or looked at anything yet. So this first one looks to happen at 1KNL where John mends the button with his Queens and the big blind three bets to 11 big blinds. So I guess we'll start here. Um, yeah, everything looks pretty normal so far. Preflop, um, assume I'm just going to four bet my Queens button versus big blind. Going to be doing this pure, uh, go with a pretty standard four bet size. I make it $240 over his $110 three bet and the big blind calls. We started the hand like a little bit north of 100 big blinds effective. So nothing yeah. crazy. 120, with depth. Yeah. 120 or so. Looks like you have a pretty good flop. Mm. Queen of diamonds, jack of hearts, six of clubs. So top set, rainbow, yeah. four bet pot. Wife's pretty good. Yeah, I can pretty much feel like I can do whatever I want on this board and check and bet small. Probably don't want to bet too big. No reason to bet too big. We can still threaten stacks with a small bet on the flop, or we can still threaten stacks with a check on the flop. Um, I like starting with bet in these spots. I typically bet like a quarter pot or even less sometimes. Um, I would like to see myself go even smaller than quarter pot here with three queens and really not much to protect against or be worried about. Yeah, I agree. And as we already said, the money can go in really at any time. You could check down to the river and two X jam. Like there's just there there's just uh all the ways to threaten stacks in a four bet pot here. I, I do think that like on this board, you're probably expected to bet fairly often. Um looks yeah. like you you go ninety into about four ninety, which is what, what <laughs> What percentage really, really pot is small. that? Is, is, I don't know really, what, what really percent small. that is, but just yeah. very, very small is. <laughs> yeah, it's like less than twenty percent, like eighteen percent here or so. Um, villain decides to call versus your eighteen percent size bet. Uh, the turn pairs the board, so now John has the nut full house. There's six six five in the middle. John has eight sixty eight behind. Villain has him covered. Uh, villain checks a turn. So now let's talk about this turn decision point. Um, I'd be interested to hear what you think about or what you do on this turn because I I played this yesterday. I know exactly what I was. I remember exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, there's one bet left. So, and you have yeah. the nuts. I mean, you just give them a chance to stick it in. Yeah. And otherwise, you, you stick it in yourself. Yeah. I thought that this was kind of the maybe like the only real decision point in the hand was was this turn spot and i think it's really obvious to us that like we should just check back we have spr close to one and in position a lot of good things can happen on the river you know mm -hmm. we're never we're never not going to be putting the money in um because we're in position um but i think this is maybe a spot that a lot of people including like i mean it has to be a lot of players because like we see you know we had this discussion with some of our wolves and those guys are for the most part really really good players um where they just at this spot way too often yeah i like that you said for the most part anybody <laughs> any any wolves you just want to want to say publicly hmm, no no well i mean we saw a shoe fold a set 
in the 4 <laughs> pot. So I don't know about that guy. <laughs> but everyone else seems to be playing pretty well. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, basically, like, we can also give them an opportunity to hit a gut shot, hit an open ender, uh, make a boat, turn a pair into a bluff, turn a gut shot into a bluff. Um, they're going to value own themselves if they have like Jack X. There's just not a world where you don't stack Jack X on this board. So like basically checking back, it just it is kind of a slam dunk to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think more interesting is like the flop, honestly, and whether to bet or check the flop, because I think, mm-hmm. I think that decision could go, could go multiple ways. Um, especially given that like you probably aren't for betting ace queen on the button and the big blind has ace queen in full. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me wonder if this, this specific flop actually should be a range bet for you. But anyway, we'll move forward into the future instead of dwelling on the past. Turn goes check, check river completes backdoor flush. Um, and everything else is pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, the villain goes all in. Any thoughts of, of folding here on no. the river? No. I just hope he doesn't have quads. It could be. Hopefully Jack's just jam spree. Th- this could be the first hand in your, your hero fold catalog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and only shoe fold sets or whatever. Three of a kind. Flop three of a kind in a four bet pot. So. Oh, man. The shots are being fired. Oh, to, come looking go, for, go for me. Yeah. <laughs> Shots are being fired. It, all these shots being fired when he's not here to defend himself. Dude, um, all I know is that I went away for one week and I just saw like the nittiest tactile Tuesday episode I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. On the heels of you wanting to fold in a set over set situation with middle set. <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah, you, that's true. <laughs> you you did, can't call yourself a nit. You, you did not. Um, yeah, so you, you end up calling. Villain has totally reasonable hand. King Jack of spades. I think that basically the way that both of you played the hand is quite well. And if the shoe were on the other foot, you probably no. I, I know you, you just get stacked as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I do exactly what he did. Yeah. So well played hand by, by both villains. Oh, I, I guess I just called you a villain. <laughs> that's fine. You are kind of a villain. Yeah. Um, let's see what villainous John does in hand number two with his pocket Queens coming up right after the break. fish dog bets the flop and you don't know what to do one man coach brad wilson has a surefire plan to neutralize flop leads and rip that dunk to shreds nuffle available now go to chasingpokergreatness.com slash nuffle rated r all right, we are back after the break. This hand looks very similar to your last hand, Queen of Clubs, Queen of Hearts. Do we want to say anything before we dive right into the action? No, just get right into the hands. Yeah, we got, we got stuff to do. We got, <laughs> we got hands to review, wolves to provide feedback on, data to analyze. We got to move forward. Um, so the button opens to $28. I guess they're a big fan of February. What a dude! I remember seeing the size and being like, "Wow!" I, I, you know, I've seen a lot of button open sizes, but twenty-eight, I think, might be this. Might be the first time I've seen this. <laughs> I think it's great. Just go I ahead. I just treat it like it's thirty. Yeah. 
Yeah, just rep February and enroll. Um, so you you three bet to one twenty. You start the hand with a hundred bigs. You have queens. You're out of position. So three bet pot out of position with queens. You are the pre flop three better. Flop is jack six three with two hearts. You have the queen of hearts. Uh, you start out betting half. Anything to? No, just uh, happy to have a overpair in a three bet pot and planning on just going um, likely just going bet bet bet. Uh, depending on runouts, um, there are obviously a, a bunch of handful of runouts that I would check on like turn and, and maybe river. But uh, assuming the board stays like low and not fleshy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm planning on just I'm planning on just putting my stack in on the river and and hopefully getting bluff cut. Yeah, putting your stack in and hoping for the best. We've yeah. we've finally come full circle here. <laughs> um. So the board does get flushy on the turn. Turn is the seven of hearts. So jack of hearts, six of clubs, seven of hearts, tray of hearts, flush completing turn. There's four ninety seven in the pot. You've got seven fifty six. Um, man, it just feels like you could do so many different things here. I think like the first thing that comes to mind is just playing range check on flush completing turns and having, you know, like similar to the last ten, having an SPR of like one well i guess it's like one and a half to one but still nothing like an spr that's you know very jammable on the river i guess um mm. i think you could just get away with checking range here good word i think good word jammable um it is different though like you're out of position here and if you check <clears> in villain bets like a third then you're in this like kind of awkward situation where villains can like check behind if you call and it's hard to put the last bet in I think if I checked in villain bet a third, I would donk jam the river. You just call donk jam. Yeah. Okay. That's somewhat reasonable and decent plan. I think you could also just check raise all in too. Yeah, I think check raise all in is good. Um, yeah. Would you ever be betting the turn here? Mm, possibly. I don't think it's the worst going like a third here on the turn. Like, I, I think you have some natural bluffs. I think that villains can probably bluff catch. I think their Jack X is are, are all going broke. You're going yeah. broke against hearts anyway. Um, so like any merit to jamming, just ripping the turn. Yeah, probably. I mean, really, it's hard to kind of go wrong. Right. It I just think. feels like you can do so many different things here too. Yeah, yeah. we have like basically unlimited options. Um, you can bet small. You can jam. You can check raise all in. You can check call donk. You know, just the world is your oyster basically with two streets to play and just a little bit more than one bet left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little bit higher than SPR one, basically. Um, You you opt to check and villain checks back. So now it's pretty clear. I I think the path is just a rip. Uh, River's the 10 of eight or the eight of clubs. So final board is Jack six, three, seven, eight with three hearts yeah i think um i mean I, I wanted to have like a brief conversation about river sizing here um i do agree i think ripping is is definitely the move i think maybe not even that long ago i, I might have picked like a different size thinking like oh well when they check back the turn they just have like lots of bluff catchers like pocket tens pocket nines fives fours even maybe um and then obviously like all, all this jack x like maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't rip and like maybe I should 
better size that I think like all those hands are are much more likely to call. Maybe bet like you know half pot or like two thirds or something like that on the river. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's a con- this is also a concept that we've been like just pounding in wolves is not doing that size in that spot. Um, I don't know if you want to get into like the, the optional two bet game. Yeah, I mean basically but... like villains gonna have bluff catchers that want to put one bet in. They're gonna have traps that want to put two bets in. And so like when you bet small, you give their traps an opportunity to jam and you give their bluff catchers an opportunity to just call a small bet and lose the minimum. Yeah. Um, basically, when you're out of position, you, you just have to take more risks just because of the positional disadvantage. And, you know, this is one of those situations where, yeah, like you can rip and just rip right into a set. You can rip right into nut flush. Oh, you can a flush. Yeah. yeah like you yeah. can rip, rip into a straight, like you, you can just rip into some better hands, but all those hands are going to beat you anyway. So unless you're like, plan is to check fold then ripping in my opinion is just uh, the best option i guess alternatively if you did bet a third you could like one third fold but then mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out like how to make a one third call range and one third fold range as well as like yeah. a rip range and that feels they're getting worried about like oh did i just induce with this one third on the river <laughs> yeah like just too many too many things too many variables in play there you can just simplify and you know just yeah. stick it in here and hope to get called by like jack x or tens or nines yeah i like one of the things that you said kind of earlier on in this explanation and that like just because they check back the turn doesn't mean we're like fist pump jamming the river like 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 i checked back the turn in the last hand when i turned a boat because the spr was like just north of one i think this guy could be doing something very similar with the sets and flushes and just being like okay well this guy might just open rip bluff the River. If he doesn't, then I get to do it for 1.5x pot, and that's fine. So, oh yeah, um, you could be buying a first class ticket to Bone City. You know, just <laughs> no return flight. You have to live there forever. It only costs a thousand dollars to fly there first class. Not bad. Yeah. I might go check it out. <laughs> I hear it's almost as nice as Banff. <laughs> Bone City. Yeah, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about where it is <laughs> you, don't need to, you don't need to know where it is you don't need to know where it is yeah. no, don't worry about that um so you jam and villain does call with two nines so we uh we faded bone city and stack villain with one of their bluff catchers and this yep. is like kind of the exact thing that we were just talking about right like if you bet a third or half or whatever villains calling with nines um, and jamming their flushes. So yeah, good stuff, man. Good episode of Tactical Tuesday. We have Queens now in the books. So time to move on to another hand, maybe circle back around to King Queen offsuit. I think that there's lots of things. Yeah, we probably don't have enough of those episodes. Right. No, I think that we need 200 volumes before we, we can call it a day. On the king queen off. Um, That's good. We only have like two left to make then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much there. Um, good stuff, man. Great episode, right. as always. And that's all I have. All right. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Chasing Poker Greatness. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com to get the newsletter, join the Greatness Village community, book a coaching session, or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter 
at CPG Podcast.